0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host Dr Stephen Platt, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week we are marking the passing of the actor Olivia Newton-John, who sadly passed away recently at the age of 73. Uh, We've already done Grease, so we can't go and watch it again I'm afraid. So we looked through the rest of her filmography and there was a pretty obvious choice. That's right, we are watching Xanadu from 1980 Uh, and I'm joined as always by someone who has seen the film before and someone who has not I guess who has not seen the film and back on the podcast for the first time in 2022 it's Aaron Vanderclay. hello happy new year Aaron thank you happy new year to do to you yes we're all still alive we are yep it's it's August so I've not got long to say happy new year (laughs) to you but I'm glad we got it in um have you been Aaron I've been good
1: I've been very busy making films and being a media Person.
0: Yes, uh, of course. Uh, another Star Trek uh, short film in in the works, I hear. In the can. In the we can. Shot it
1: in March, mm-hmm. um, and it was great. It's the last one for a while, so it was trying to
0: cram as much as I could. Have you? Con- so is it? going to... Can I ask this? Is it going to be called something like The, the Final Frontier, The Last Voyage, or it's something that evokes? Actually,
1: it's actually called Resistance. Ah. Oh. Which speaks a lot to you, I suppose. It, well, I yeah. mean, yes. It's come full circle.
0: It has come full circle, <laughs> yes. You, you, yeah, My end is my beginning. Exactly. Yes. Um, Aaron, Xanadu. Yes. Um, what, what do you know about Xanadu?
1: Uh... I know the song. Mm-hmm. I know Olivia Newton-John is in it. Mm-hmm. I know it's based on a film of a film of a play or something like that. It's a little convoluted, yeah. Um, but other than that, I know nothing about it. Right. So okay. I'm excited.
0: Um, w- were you a fan of Olivia Newton-John in in life or, or was <laughs> I
1: mean I, I watched Grease. Yeah. Um, she's obviously an amazing singer. She mm. does. She did. <laughs> It's a bit more, but mm. she did uh, loads for um, people suffering cancer, breast cancer, mm. um, and I'm sure all of us have people that have been touched by that in their lives. So, mm. yeah, I think she has a great,
0: great legacy. Yeah, it, it's been quite interesting since it, we're recording this. Maybe about ten days after she passed away, um, and it's been quite interesting seeing just how impactful she was in, in Australian society. Because, of course, you know, she's Australian. She's, of course, we're going to make a, a big uh, song and dance about her, particularly now that she's passed on as well. But I, I was a little surprised by just how how much she was loved to an extent. Um, because her, her filmography, though impactful, is not the biggest. Um, but, but she clearly, the stuff that she did do, landed.
1: Yeah, and it's it's sort of films that have cult followings and mm. people remember and make people happy They're yeah. entertaining films so
0: yeah it's a good legacy yeah, to leave behind. Legacy. Yeah. yeah um well luckily for you and me because i also haven't seen Xanadu, but we have somebody who has it is uh, comedy's own shane adamser hey i'm the zanadu expert and that's a lot of pressure it is um but it's okay we haven't seen it so for the next few minutes we'll probably believe whatever you say <laughs> trust me guys you're gonna love it um,
2: it's. I, I have to say this though mm. Obviously you said you've done Greece already mm. But I think there's one film that's been clearly overlooked here oh, An yeah. Olivia Newton-John classic Two of a kind A Mum for Christmas Oh, Mum for Christmas Where a little girl makes a wish mm. on a mannequin That looks suspiciously like Olivia Newton-John And mm. then the mannequin comes alive and is played by Olivia Newton-John And is the girl's mum for Christmas That's oh, not real, is it? Really? It's a very real Holy movie And you should God. watch it immediately
0: <laughs> Well, I mean... Look, um, I don't want to spoil our Christmas lineup for later <laughs> Oh, I'm year. sorry. I've said too much. Uh, but there might be a mum under the tree. Okay. Uh, there is. isn't. but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, but it, It's a terrible film, but yeah. it is one that she made.
0: Excellent. I, I honestly hadn't even heard of that. I'm going to make a note. Maybe Christmas film? A mum for Christmas. A Put it mum on your for list. Yeah. Okay. It'll well, make you feel good. I'm, I hope so. Will Xanadu make us feel good?
2: I think it will. I haven't seen this movie for a long time, though, to be fair. I remember enjoying it. And the reason I had to watch it was about oh, at least 15 years ago, mm. I was in a show called Thomas Ford versus the audience where there's a, a Perth performer named Thomas Ford. who's like mm-hmm. an electro cabaret punk performer. And he did this song, the song Xanadu in the show. And me and another guy had to learn the song and the dance that happens in the movie right. for this show. Right. So as we together, we all watched the movie. Mm. What I remember... And I feel like this won't be spoilers Mm Because I'm sure this is wrong There's some kind of dance club Or some roller disco Mm -hmm. Uh, Olivia Newton-John Is some kind of Sort of uh, Disco version of Tron There's roller skating And I think
1: some people fall in love at the end And it's all scored by ELO
0: Well Honestly, that just sounds like the recipe for a good time, right? So, uh, are you going
1: to be like reenacting the dance while we're watching?
0: I, I feel like parts of it will come back to me. Excellent. We'll be yeah. watching and just seeing if his <laughs> if his feet are tapping at yeah. any point, point. and if that happens, we'll be like, "Oh, there it is!
2: Yeah, there it is! He knows it. It's still in there, muscle memory."
0: Excellent. <laughs> and I met I met yeah.
2: Olivia Newton John once. Wait, what? what? Yeah, So I should have
0: opened with yeah. Yes, <laughs> You probably should have. <laughs> if, if if anybody has met someone that we're talking about yeah. in the film. Maybe bring it up before. I just, yeah,
2: I just remember. <laughs> it was a very, again, a very long time ago. Literally when I was in primary school. Did
0: you, did you need a mum for Christmas? I
2: <laughs> wanted her to be my mum for Christmas. Uh, incidentally, she was on a flight with her daughter mm. on a Qantas flight. They were in first class and I was on a school trip. Mm. And as we were boarding the plane, we all walked past and went, that's a that's chick from
1: Greece. That's, the, that's, that's Sandy from
2: Greece. So mm. as we got a little bit more confident, me and I think two of the other students, we went up and just said hello. And she was very, very nice Aww. and said hello to us. That's,
1: yeah.
0: that's lovely. Yeah.
2: So my only one-on-one experience was very positive.
0: Well, Aaron, you've not met Olivia. I've not John? met. Oh, you already. guys suck! Oh, <laughs> yeah, we missed out. Um, um. Well, th- well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm, that's a that's a fantastic reveal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh yeah, I met her. That's yeah. fine. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that she was lovely
2: as well. She was very accommodating to some nervous primary school children who were like, hello.
0: <laughs> Look at you, it's Sandy. And it wouldn't have
2: been even been like, can we get a selfie? It would have been like, can you write your name on a bit of paper for us? Aww.
0: A bit of physical paper. A bit of physical paper. Mm. She was old school, like though. <laughs> yeah. As, as were the 90s, I presume. Yeah. Um, well, with all that being said, um, and potential future shock... <laughs> Get ready uh, lasers <laughs> Coming up If you tell me you've met Jeff Lynn Or any of the other members of ELO in the second half Oh
2: my dad used to be in that <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: But yes uh, Shall we watch Xanadu We shall Let's do it Okay for those of you listening at home Pop on those DVDs Load up those streaming services And prepare to go to a place where nobody dared to go The love that we came to know They call it Xanadu Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Xanadu, and I'm joined once again by my special guest, Shane Adamzak. Yo! And Aaron van der Hello! Aaron, that was your first time watching Xanadu. It was. What did you think?
1: Well, I don't know where to begin. It was a film that happened. Um, <laughs> uh, it was very thin on plot. Yeah, it yeah. It was a feel-good film. I feel like it's a feel-good film. You- I feel like if you were in, in the mm. 80s and you liked a bit of roller disco music, mm. this is the film for you.
0: What about... You though in the twenty twenties, Aaron, how did you feel?
1: Ah, uh, oh,
0: um, you know, I, I felt, I felt happy mm. after I watched it. Put it that way. I, I did too, and. Not not because I think it's a good film, no. But I think it is a feel-good film. Yes, and it's not heavy. No, no, it's a, it's incredibly light. I yes. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> there's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot going on under the surface. No, no, no. It's whatever the opposite of a duck is. You know, there's, <laughs> it's smooth on the top and no feet kicking yeah. under the surface. Maybe we should recap the plot. So,
1: mm. so Sunny is dead end artist. Artist. Yeah, just- and. And he meets a guy on the beach. Yeah. And they open a club. <laughs> yeah. And they're inspired by a Greek god,
0: mm. demigod, whatever. I've seen films start with less yeah. in the plot oh, yeah. and, and do okay. But that is the plot. Yeah. That, that is basically everything that, that happens of, of note. And everything else is just kind of like a fun filler yes. aspect. I mean, there, there is the whole thing of the character of Danny Maguire um having previously met. Yes. The um, B Kira. plot. Yes. Yeah, but but not recognizing her and neither that never really goes anywhere. No. I thought we were gonna get some sort of weird tension between Sonny and Danny. A bit of a love triangle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, but it wasn't there. It feels was, almost it was like respectful. this is like a
2: sequel to a movie that never existed. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was basically like this was like the Grease two to that oh my God. One. Well they're right?
1: remake they're doing a Grease prequel. Oh, Netflix no. series. So really? maybe they'll do a Xanadu prequel. Maybe if we all
2: see. throw our artwork out the window and wish hard enough, they won't make it. <laughs> I mean, help us, Olivia Newton John's
0: <laughs> ghost. You're our only hope. The character of Sonny was, was quite Quite irritating in, <laughs> in that his main aspects were that he, his main character trait was that he was truculent. Um, yeah. He was, he was this troubled artist who. At it Was least. really good Was really good yeah. Like he clearly was talented And you know what Maybe he was in the wrong workplace For what he wanted to do But you don't have to be Such a dick about it He <laughs> like, certainly
2: th- didn't get along Well with his boss at all Yeah Malone Get in here <laughs> Get
0: in my office <laughs> Help me with my collar I can't get it down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it was it, it's, it's so bizarre Because It's not well acted in, in almost <laughs> again, any sense. How no, it, very different it isn't. But it's it's not that it's badly acted. But it's not well acted. There's a lot of, oh, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Well, I am doing well. Oh, you'll need this popcorn. Why? Well, you're going to be eating it in the next scene, so you better make sure you buy it now so that we yeah. see it in the next scene. Okay. Oh, is that popcorn? Yeah, you want some? Sure, this is the beach. That's normal food to have here. Like, and yeah, it was Thanks just, for
2: helping me advance the plot slightly. Yeah, yeah. like yeah.
0: particularly when they were in the workplace with the other painters. Yeah. It was a lot of, oh, here comes trouble. We call yeah. him trouble because he gets in trouble a lot. It was that kind <laughs> of dialogue. There's,
1: yeah, there's no depth to it. It's very signpost in. Yeah.
0: And, and that's fine. Um, I mean, it's not because we're criticising it, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's fine in a sort of harmless sort of way. And the film, I, it, it feels like this is a, a, a cruel thing to say, <laughs> but the film never strives to be good. It, it it feels very much like it's like you know what we're having a fun time. Yeah. We're just throwing a lot of fun at the wall, yeah. seeing what sticks, and quite a lot of it does stick in the fun sense. Yeah, even though the clothing montage was particularly yeah, getting Gene Kelly to wear like twenty different weird outfits, jumping out whilst um all over the world plays from ELO. I that that's a good time. That's what a, fantastic. what a fun day of filming that was. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been a lot of fun, you know, in the the the, the Spider Man crawling through the legs of all the dancers. Nah, I didn't care for that. You didn't care for that? Too scary. Too scary, no indeed. I mean it is a G rated film. Shouldn't have been. PG minimum. Okay, well, what, there we... was a cuss.
2: I saw some women's booties. Yep. There was some very suggestive
0: dancing. There was a cod piece. There was several cod pieces mm. that were big. Yeah. And good for them. <laughs> um yeah, it was it was it's just a strange film, Shane.
2: Yeah, I I um enjoyed this movie a lot more than i did the first time i watched it Mm. um i think when i watched it the first time because like i mentioned before like i was watching it because we were doing research for a show so it was kind of like homework And i guess it kind of was like homework watching it this time as well Mm. but this time i was kind of just like i just kind of just sit back and i 100% forgot that gene kelly was in this movie (laughs) like i completely forgot about that character altogether
0: Mm. and he he was great he he was great and this was gene kelly's final film Mm. um and what, go out on top. Yeah, what what a way to go out. Yeah. Um, but but Gene Kelly was was good. Um, without, I feel like he was good in spite of the direction he was possibly given. Yeah, yeah. He just has. Uh, he is clearly very charming. Clearly retained a lot of his um, his old sort of Hollywood star power, and he was like a nice presence for Sonny in the film to have this like older figure who was like guiding him through stuff and supporting him. Why I don't know. Um, I feel like he
1: did yeah. try to bring a little bit of depth to his performance. Like, yeah. just it was there was nothing. Yeah, there, there was, so, there was so it was like, We'll make it, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we got. He some... wasn't. He wasn't just phoning it in. You know? No, no, he no. wasn't. He
0: was clearly trying, but it did feel like he was working against the rest of the film. Did you see things.
2: that clothing montage once again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like some really like spectacular like dance sequences and stuff in, yeah. in here though, like in the uh, like the jazz versus like synth synth rock
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> battle. Yeah, I mean that was that was quite long um, yeah. but but they did do quite a lot with it and i particularly enjoyed when the two sets came together and like intermingled with each other and the dances intermingled as well there was there was some stuff that was genuinely like wow this is a really cool concept yeah and it's almost been executed well in large parts but yeah. but then for every sequence like that You have a sequence like the imagination machine or whatever that was. And I've immediately
2: forgotten that bit. Yeah, where it's
0: like the fake palm trees and like they're roller skating around and dancing. And again, there's nothing wrong with the dancing, but it kind of feels like it's just there to waste celluloid. To to just make the film film length. They're like, well,
2: we need to, yeah, we need to fill an hour and a half. Yeah. We've got an hour and 16 minutes. Yeah.
1: What you got? It's and almost like it, it's got it's trying to hit like archetypes mm. of like or conventions of particular films, yeah. but for no reason.
0: Yeah, and but but at no point was I angry at the film. Yeah, um, for 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 listeners to this program who maybe heard it earlier this year our review of the Apple, which also came out in 1980 and was also a sort of slightly strange sci-fi type musical. This is a lot less frustrating than The Apple. It's also a lot less weird than The Apple um, for, for so many reasons. Like, this film kind of has an ending that even though it, it this film kind of just ends with a 10-minute Olivia Newton-John concert, it's still an ending that, yeah. that maybe sort of fits what's going on. And, and I feel like it's, it's really interesting looking at films like The Apple and like Xanadu where there's almost this avant-garde approach to having the story be the thing that drive what the film is as opposed to how you feel and I I do think that focusing on having a good time actually probably helps this film more so than if they tried to make it into a plot because it's just too loose to be made into like a a serious plot with with the budget that they have, with the performers that they have and with the style that they're going for I think it does work that they lean into let's just have a good silly time you know yeah, yeah he's just gonna roll escape really hard through the wall to get to the, the greek god um, tron land yeah that's <laughs> uh, that's how you yeah. do it yeah to get to mount tron limpus or wherever he is yeah yeah um shane i am curious um was there anything from your last viewing to this one i mean obviously don't remember large parts of the film mm. but was there anything from this viewing that really surprised you
2: um, that Gene Kelly was in the except movie. For, except yeah. for Gene <laughs> Kelly, sorry. Um, when he roller-skated into the wall, you predicted that before, I was like, I did the yeah. roller-skating wall and I guess that was just a memory that was so buried far back. Because I'm sure I watched the movie all the way through. I don't think mm. we... We didn't just learn the dance sequence. Mm. Um, I had a few peeves in the movie. Oh, yeah? That's for sure. I mean, I, we all noticed when he just left the building and didn't clean his paintbrushes at one point. Yeah, yeah. Things like that always yeah. get me, but... Even though despite there was lots of scenes where like shoes would turn into roller skates and suddenly they'd have shoes again, that didn't as bug me, bug me as much as when he was walking through the club in just his socks. Yeah. That really, I can't, why would, why would you just,
0: you can't just walk through a building like that in socks. No, they're going to be either white socks too. Yeah. They're going to be grubby as well. It's true. But he's got, he's got a new club. (laughs) He but- <laughs> he's got new sock money. That's true.
2: Yeah. Um but no, I yeah, I was surprised by uh, how much I, I enjoyed it more than I remembered. Like I feel like this mm-hmm. this this viewing of Xanadu is gonna stick with me a lot more.
0: Yeah. Um Olivia Newton John, the, the reason we are all here. Um I mean not the reason we were born, <laughs> but the reason we're here on this podcast. <laughs> she's our mums and this is how we have yeah. to tell we you We all wish really hard one Christmas <laughs> yeah. for a mum and <laughs> yeah. she was our mum for Christmas. Yes. Um she's She's really quite lovely in yeah. this film. Like, yeah. like it's. I I feel like she really represents that we're just having a good, nice time yeah, vibes yeah. that this film's throwing out. And a little bit of me's like, oh, I would have liked to have seen maybe a character that had a bit more range for mm. expressing emotions. Because I I kind of get that she's meant to be amused. She's not meant to have these emotions, but they are there. And I would have liked to have maybe seen a little bit more of her given an opportunity to play around with that, because she is very much a um, like a, a literal manic pixie dream girl for for large sections of this film, mm. and she's very good at it. But I, a little bit of me is like, oh, I kind of, I kind of wish we could see a little bit more, because I feel like it would have brought more out of the character of Sunny as well, who kind of is just moping for the film.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did the the hopelessly devoted to you in Tron world
0: number not not fulfill that? It did, but it came quite late in the film. Yeah. I I felt like we could have, had a bit more of that that tension of not wanting to fall in love, yeah. which is something that we've seen in lots of other musicals before and since. Where it's the no, I can't be in love with this person, it would be bad. Song, especially like considering the first thing she does is literally kiss that man, yeah, yeah. just roll the skates out of the, the zooms, gives yeah. him a kiss, yeah, where well,
1: all, all your best first kiss happen.
0: Mm. Find, yeah. Was that how your first kiss happened? It, Aaron? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, someone rolls skating along,
1: was like, Whoa, yeah, yeah.
0: Mine was on a skateboard, so it was a bit oh, bit different. That's that's yeah. extreme. Yeah, it that's was. cool. So
2: it was in the nineties. I have to assume that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. It was um, yeah, an skate park. It was it
2: was great. Mine was um, in the um, the front uh, area of a Qantas plane. Oh yeah, um, in the nineties. I can't say anything more. Okay.
0: Yeah. It, but you can you confirm it wasn't olivia newton john no, i
2: can't say that
0: it definitely wasn't <laughs> because olivia there, there is a there is an issue with how old you were at the time that is look it's not important it's my <laughs> fantasy all right it's, that that plane flight was my xanadu okay <laughs> yeah okay fair enough um one of the sequences that i really thought was quite cool um and quite well done like a really cool concept and actually they they reached for it and did quite well was when uh danny mcguire is remembering the 40s um, and he's in his big opulent mansion yeah. and he starts to remember it and then this ghostly image of the big band with the kira as the singer appears and then they start to dance together and he's reliving those memories yeah. i i thought it was actually really quite lovely yeah it's really beautiful yeah. and it and it gave a little bit of
1: backstory and depth and mm. a bit of heart
0: yeah and it and, and again just getting to see gene kelly like doing his thing even at the age he would have been making this film yeah. like he, he still had the moves oh yeah. yeah and
2: Olivia Newton-John like holding her own as well yeah. Like she was amazing
0: yeah I, I can't imagine how thrilling and terrifying it would be oh, to be like man. you've got to yeah. dance with Gene Kelly yeah. who is basically a muse himself of mm-hmm. dance you're the playing the muse of dance good luck but yeah. she did well and yeah. you know she's doing it in high heels and a pencil skirt you know she, she did it inarguably you know tougher conditions and Mm -hmm. it was a lovely sequence and i guess maybe that's why i almost feel like they they could have maybe tried to push the story a little bit more or played things with that because i i found i found their interaction in that scene quite compelling and it never goes anywhere the fact he doesn't really remember her yeah
1: well he does but he decides not to bring it up yeah because he thinks it's so unbelievable that he could see her again
0: yeah which is you know, nice and noble, yeah. but kind of makes for a less interesting story for the film.
2: And the bit where they meet again and she doesn't recognise him, do you think she really didn't recognise him? Well, or was I think she she, she was doing a bit. No, she was 100% doing a bit. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of got that sense as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, again, like a, a reasonable choice, but I just yeah. don't think was the most interesting. And those sneaky yeah. muses. Yeah, could it just... I mean, I, I, I am curious to see what the other eight muses were up to. While Terpsicore, as, as we now know she is, um, mm. was, was farting around getting a nightclub built. Like, what were the other eight doing?
1: Might be doing exactly the same elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Opening
2: the exact same Xanadu yeah. club yeah, yeah, yeah. in different parts of town. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't have done it. They're all on the same street.
0: Yeah. We blew it. <laughs> we should have gone to different cities. Yeah, that would, that would have helped. Um, yeah, so, so they get the club built. And the, the thing is, Xanadu itself... Kind of just feels like it's there because they needed something to do. Xanadu, I think, could have been replaced by, like, I don't know, a a dog grooming tournament, and it would have had (laughs) the same level of effect. We've got this dog. He's real mangy. Well, we're going to make him look the best-looking dog in the the place. What are we going to call him? Xanadu Yeah Like but D-double-O Like Scooby-Doo It would have been, would've been... <laughs> And if he wins Yeah We'll get $5,000 And we can save the youth
2: centre
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yes, I feel so. And like... we've only got till Friday The ultimate redemption story Yeah yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like you could have had that And it would have had Just yeah. as much effect on the story Maybe we should just uh, Make
1: several different Xanadus mm. With those types of things Yeah and, and see which one Sort of sticks with an audience Maybe
0: there's another yeah. Eight versions yeah. out yeah. there With, with the yes. different muses yes. Yeah And so one of them Did do the This is a story. Netflix
1: miniseries
0: yeah.
2: oh. Don't give them any more ideas
0: (laughs) yeah they don't need
1: them they're clearly
0: (laughs) they're doing all right yeah they're they're fine but Um,
2: yeah actually i mean it's not a terrible concept to do the other eight muses
0: and see what their effect is i also uh thought a cool moment in this film was when um we saw kira show her powers a little bit when she's revealing that no i'm one of the muses and sort of starting to bend the reality around Sunny's world. I feel like that was very high concept. Yeah. Yeah. It it was, but I, I felt like it was needed cuz oh, yeah, yeah, how, how do you prove, you know, I'm one of the the I'm a daughter of Zeus, I'm one of the eight muses, like you have to be able to prove it if, in some way for the us to buy that Sonny will then believe. I know you you're one of the muses. I felt the idea of um the the television program and the TV starting to talk to him, the characters and the thing was fun a little cheesy but but done yeah. in a really again a fun way that suited the film
2: yeah i agree uh, thank you i mean you could have just <laughs> i mean anyone could just go print a fake uh dictionary yeah. uh not 1980 Oh, that's true yeah. Well, she need to print like one fake page slide, you know, just glue it in real but,
0: good But how would she have at the time? They've been too busy roller skating as cartoons oh, that's together That's true That's true an Expert painter do it Oh, yeah oh, mm. One of the others yeah. in the business Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy in the glasses He, he, he was sus he, he, was, he was there to prank him It's, it's a big old prank <laughs> He needed help to put up those parking signs That's true so, Very quickly though Very quickly Very quickly yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of inconsistencies. And I, I, Honestly, I don't know there's much more to say about this film other than it was fun, but it was weird. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. I think it's like pretty much the, my vague description of it at the start was still pretty accurate. Like there's roller skating and it's kind of like Olivia and John's like in Tron, but it's like then they fall in love yeah. in a club.
0: Yeah. yeah. The animation sequence was oh, yeah. stunning. Was stunning. Was Super genuinely good. really lovely. Yeah. I don't know why it was there, but I'm glad it was it just yeah it was it was it was lovely and like a lot of foreshadowing of cartoons that were to little mermaid yeah bit
1: of sleeping beauty bit of beauty and the beast Mm. yeah and like just
0: the ultimate showreel it it kind of was yeah Yeah. and obviously it's a you know it's a don bluth uh you know production it was when he was starting to do his breaking away from disney stuff and it was it was lovely it was just really nice and a little bit of me was like i kind of wish that was an animated film the whole yeah. thing? Yes. Yes. They could have done a lot more with it and potentially played around with it.
1: Again, let's redo Xanadu animated for children and see what. Yeah.
0: It, how it goes. Yeah. Um, Aaron, is this a good film or not? I'm, I'm actually just kind of on the fence a little bit going, I, I don't actually know if I like this because it's just got songs in it that I like and I had a good time and it was a nice environment to watch it. Or is this film actually a film of some quality? I am I'm sorry to say I don't think this is a good
1: film. Mm. If we if we had to pick an example of a good film, Mm. this was not a good film. Okay. This was a film. Yeah. Just wasn't a good one. Okay. What about you, Shane?
2: I think it's a very fun uh, film, and I can see why it like holds like a place very close to a lot of people's hearts, especially like that sort of kitschy kind of camp eighties vibe, and so it's got like that real nostalgia feel for a lot of people. But I didn't. Grow up with this movie Like I only saw it for the first time Like as, a, as an adult mm. um, But I can see why Like a lot of people really love it But no I don't think it's I don't think it's good yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I, and the music's great. And the these, ultimate payoff is at the end we get to sit through a ten minute Livin'
0: and John concert. Yeah, but is... you did use the phrase "sit through," not enjoy. Oh, enjoy! And I was enjoying it. I was <laughs> yeah. sing, dancing along. Yeah. Seat. when it switched to a country western bit, I was a bit like, "That was mm-hmm. she only had ten minutes. She had to throw it all. Best yeah, thing, I yeah.
2: mean, if you kind of treat it as kind of like a fun ELO, mm. you know. Medium concert kind of thing, oh,
0: which I was. Yeah, I, I think that's.
2: I think that's a really fun way to look at it, rather than yeah. like a motion picture yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. You're just like this is like a fun way to watch yeah. some ELO songs. It's not. Heaven. It's not winning. And Olivia and John is a delight. Yeah. I mean, the fact,
0: also Gene Kelly is in it. I mean, yeah, and the I, other guy. Yeah, <laughs> the main guy. Yeah, Michael Beck Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a it's it is fun. Uh, you know what? It is maybe the film that is most like popcorn. Which feels appropriate. Yeah. Popcorn is just a bit of fun. It's yeah. not really a meal. Yeah. <laughs> Xanadu is a bit of fun. It's not really a film. That's that's kind of what it feels like. And and
2: I don't feel the need to have to watch this movie for another fifteen years at this point. But I bet when you do, you
0: you'll probably you have, have a good fun. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 lovely and it's strange and and the music is excellent. I, I do have to say I think the music is largely pretty bang on, not just the songs by the electric light orchestra who are my favorite band. That is, that is some bias. I'm are they just, actually your favorite? They are actually band? my favorite mm-hmm. band. Okay. Um, and you
1: hadn't seen this film before? No,
0: I'd, I'd listened to the songs because yeah. obviously, you know, they, they released the, the album with uh, Olivia Newton-John um, when the film came out and, and the music did really well as well in the, um, in the music charts as we'll learn in the trivia shortly. Um, but, yeah, it was it, it, trying to remove my bias from that. I, I do think that the film was actually scored quite well. I think the way that they integrated the motifs of the songs which were both written for this film and written prior and adapted to the film were done quite well. I, I, there, was, there was certainly nothing where I went, "Ooh, what's this song doing here? blah, what's going on?" Just to be really sure,
2: mm. let's agree. In fifteen years, we'll meet back here again, yeah. Yeah. and we'll watch the movie with our with our children on their hoverboard chairs. Yeah, and we'll see what they think. Excellent. See if it holds up.
0: Mm. Agreed. I, I'm excited to have a hoverboard chair in fifteen years. That's the main yeah, thing yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. And if if not, you've got to build it, Shane. Fair. you have got i have got, 15, got years. 15 years. I've got to make a wish. Come on, news. Ah, uh, you've got your mum for Christmas instead. <laughs> oh, it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, would you guys like some trivia about Xanadu? I would yes, love please. some trivia. I've been
2: holding out for it.
0: Okay, all of this trivia comes from IMDb. So if it's not true, don't blame me. Uh, the first bit of trivia is that the soundtrack, unlike the film, was an enormous success. Now, the film flopped hard at the box office. It's... It has to be said it was um it was it was pretty panned in the reviews um it, i think one review said just one word Xana don't ooh, ooh. <laughs> i burned. mean oh it's right there too <laughs> brutal yeah um and the film it, it, it didn't make a loss but it, it's one of those films that only just made its money back so yeah. the budget um is approximately 20 million dollars the box office was 23 million dollars yeah. so in, in in the world of film. That's not breaking even, you're, you're behind. Yeah. Because, yeah, that doesn't include uh, extra costs. So the yeah. film was almost certainly a loss. Uh, but the soundtrack was an enormous success. Uh, the song Magic went to number one on the US pop singles charts. And in the UK, the soundtrack album peaked at number two, with the singles Anadu at number one for two weeks in July 1980. So people like the music because it was elo they were really yeah. good guys um but yeah and i i think that it's interesting that, that the legacy of this film is much more olivia newton john's singing in this film as opposed to her performance which again was was not bad you know she can really roller skate which is i'm always impressed by people who can roller skate um but i, I do think it's somewhat telling that the music is the thing that's really been picked up on with this film uh, according to the special features on a recently released DVD, the cartoon sequence was added because the filmmakers needed to include an extra song written for the film. Yeah. Having a cartoon made for the song was easier than trying to fit it into the movie. So, yeah, apparently just they were like, mm, we'll, we'll just get Don to draw something and hopefully yeah. that'll fit. But it worked pretty well. It feels like it was almost there by design. The, the transition from live action to animation was a genuine like, oh... Oh, like a proper movie magic moment. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, Aaron, you made a, a quite quite the exclamation when it happened. Like, what? Yep. It was, yeah, it was very impressive. Um, Olivia Newton-John fractured her coccyx uh, <sighs> while filming the dance sequence suddenly. So I'm guessing it was a roller skate-based injury. Cause... Yeah, that
2: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've fractured my coccyx and it's no good. Yeah, I... on
0: roller skates? No, it wasn't. <laughs> That would be, co- uh, would be a cooler story. If you don't mind uh, sharing, how, how did you break your cocksuits?
2: Uh, I fell backwards uh, into a bathtub and Ooh. the tap got me right in the, in the, in the tailbone. Yep. And then you had to sit on a ring. And, and this, was, this was back in 2005 and I was at circus school at the time. So I had a cu- about three months where I had to like sit on a ring and just be careful not to hurt my butt.
0: Shane, sure. yeah. You, yeah. you went to circus school?
2: Yeah, I didn't know this. About yeah, you. I went to circus school for like a year in two thousand and five. Right. Um, and trained in like aerial and stilts. So having being on stilts, you learn how to fall correctly. Right. Uh, but uh, sometimes when you fall on stilts and you have a bruised coccyx, and all you're thinking is just don't fall on my butt, you just have to fall incorrectly off stilts, and that did happen a couple of times from like eight foot stilts.
0: I'm learning so much about you today, Shane. This is uh, Aaron Nanny Circus School for you. I'm afraid not. I feel really boring. You guys can't even do any
2: sick flips or anything? No.
0: Guys, come on. We wouldn't be invited to Club Xanadu. (laughs) We're not athletic enough. Um, Originally, the role of Sonny was going to be played by someone who uh, had a little bit of singing slash music experience. Uh, originally, they wanted Andy Gibb to play him oh, of wow. the Bee Gees, oh. or at least of the family of the Bee Gees. Right. <laughs> he was he was briefly in and out of the band. I'm trying to I'm trying to
2: picture him in the early '80s. I still feel like he would have been too old even then. He was
0: uh, he would have been 22 when this film came out. Mm. But in too my old, mind, he's he's <laughs> always
2: he's always kind of looked old to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he passed away at the age of 30. Mm. Like he he he, he was uh, the the first of the. Gibbs to, to pass away. Um, I, I feel like he was the right sort of look though.
2: Yeah, would he have had the beard?
0: No, I don't think he would have had the beard. Mm. I mean Okay. They they could have shaved it if they really had an issue with no, it. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Okay. I don't think. Uh, Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John's dance number was shot after principal photography had finished. Uh, Kelly choreographed the routine, so mm. she was she, that was a that was a Gene Kelly routine she had to learn. I'm just, nice. It, I'm just learning just more. Add to the pressure. Yeah, all the pressure. Um, his conditions for this though were um, it was a closed stage, so the only people present for the filming were himself, Newton-John, the cameraman, um, a choreographer he had befriended, and two others who are unspecified mysterious i want to know who you think those two others are
2: i'm gonna say it was zeus yep and um and john travolta
0: hey whoa i dance with her oh nice what's going on sandy (laughs) um yeah it's a lovely routine just 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 thinking back to it now it's like it was a genuinely really lovely moment. Yeah, it's almost it so as nice slick.
2: as almost mm. as nice as that scene with uh, you know Gene Kelly dancing with the animated uh, mouse.
0: Yes, mm. yeah, they could have animated. Olivia Newton-John it mm. just recreated that. Hmm. Got her little. That tinkerbell. would be nice
1: if she was like a sort of pin-up girl, like poster. Yeah, and then it turned it. Yeah,
0: oh. yeah. Uh, quick, get everyone back. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> Bring various people back from the dead and let's let's <laughs> shoot this again quickly. Uh, the film was meant to launch Olivia Newton-John's career as a solo star, but due to its complete failure at the American box office (their words, not mine), uh, it became the one and only time she would receive top billing without a co-star in a theatrical release. Mm. Which is a shame.
2: What about in A Mum for Christmas?
0: No, nope, she. I can't remember anyone else that was in that movie other than The Kid. Yeah, well, that's what it said. The poster was Olivia Newton-John and The uh, Kid. Just some kid. A child <laughs> yeah. in A Mum for, for Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Gene Kelly took the part of Danny Maguire uh, for this because filming was a short drive from his house. <laughs> oh, always a good reason to take a job. Yeah, he's like, oh, quick commute. You mean, I, I, I reckon he was actually just playing the clarinet on the beach Yeah like, When they found him and Yeah, he was yeah. like... just roller skating He was just a day. background
1: extra And they were like, go up to that bloke
0: and ask him what's, yeah, what's yeah. going on Oh, Eugene Kelly Yeah, I live near <laughs> here, here Cool, alright That's why play? it was so vague at the start Yeah It really makes so much sense That's fantastic <laughs> Um, Apart from the title track, none of the Electric Light Orchestra's songs were composed specifically for this film, but had in fact already been written as a potential ELO album by Jeff Lynne before the band were approached by the film's producers. That's very much just getting your homework in early, where it's like, hey, can you write a soundtrack for this? Yeah. Yeah. It'll take me a day. And then he just turns like, hey, up. Get,
1: that, get those B-sides. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I know people that like musicians or composers that literally do that. They have a database of, of stuff they've already got. Yeah. Just
0: Rolodex. Here it's, we go. Yeah, yeah. what's going to fit in. Yeah, yeah it's, nice. It's, it's a smart move. And like yeah. the, thing, the thing with ELO is as, as good as they are, every song is basically the same. There are very, very few ELO songs that don't sound like six other ELO songs. But the, the the they have the right temperament, particularly for something like this yeah, film. Yeah. It's the it's the right sort of flow. It's the right sort of slightly mystic, magical sense to it. But even though I really like them, their songs are basically almost all the same. Once you get beyond the early um, uh, the first album where they did a lot of like semi-medieval sounding stuff mm. uh, before they found the synthesizer, <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I just, mm, I like this film. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, this, this was all right. Um, Olivia Newton-John had to turn down a couple of roles uh, in other films to be in this film. One was for uh, another seminal 1980s um, disco musical classic, Can't Stop the Music.
2: Uh, I reckon she dodged a bullet there. But she personally. also
0: turned down a role in The Blues Brothers. Oh, mm. no. Yeah.
2: I wonder what role?
0: I, I imagine... The, the Carrie Fisher role, possibly? Um, it I doesn't say. Mm. Maybe it would have been perhaps something that would have been fitted around her. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I highly doubt we'd still have the Aretha Franklin scene if Aretha Franklin wasn't available. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could get anyone else to, to do that role. No. So I think it would have probably been something specific to her. Wow. But yes. Uh, yeah, it's the risky taking show business. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta could have been in this film. Uh, he was one of the actors that was approached to play Sonny Malone. Uh but he turned it down to work on the nineteen eighty film Urban Cowboy. Can't say I know anything oh. about that film, but I think he plays a is that the one where he plays a
2: gigolo, I think. I'm not sure, I'm sorry. I could be wrong. I think he plays a gigolo and that if you have if I'm wrong, send your complaints to Dr. Stephen Platt. Yes, and
0: I will forward them to Shane. Great. I'll deliver him in a big old truck, and yeah. dump him outside his house. Uh, The film was adapted into a Broadway musical Which caused a lot of controversy Due to the fact that people were like But the film was rubbish Uh, But the musical Which was a satire of the film Clever um, Actually did really well Uh, It was praised for its humour Opening in 2007 Starring Kerry Butler as Kira And uh, Cheyenne Jackson as Sonny It ran for over 500 performances And was nominated for Best Musical and Best Book At the Tony Awards Didn't win but nomination's good um, and yeah Went ran for A couple of years People really liked it Now I want to see that Yeah I kind of do too Yeah. I mean there were Elements of it That did feel Stage musically Oh yeah Very yeah. much so The we'll, dance off we'll, Yeah one. Seeing the dance off On stage could have been Very very exciting But um, I, I don't think it's Running anywhere right now It's not It's not at the Crown Casino in Perth well, Let's so. get those rights Let's yeah. make this happen <laughs> Okay Who would you like To play then Jane?
2: I would like to play The Spider-Man You want to play Spider-Man? The creepy Spider-Man guy okay and face your fears head on yeah who
0: are you playing
1: uh any roller skates i'll be playing the roller skates oh
0: yeah. great yeah, yeah yeah uh i am gonna play i will play all of the guys in zoot suits that's <laughs> great cool it'll be me and like six mirrors <laughs> great uh just doing all the zoot suit stuff because there were some pretty fun suits. i reckon yeah. a couple of broom handles and some yeah. suits on yeah, attached to exactly. you perfect that'd be fantastic yeah tap number perfect According to the two-page booklet included with the DVD, the film was originally conceived as a low-budget roller disco movie. Uh, The imminent release of Skate Down USA and Roller Boogie uh, prompted many changes, such as blending the 40s and 80s styles. Okay. So, yeah, they were like, "Ah oh, no, we, we've been beaten to the rush on the roller skate disco movie. Yeah. Quick, get Gene Kelly in and make it a 40s, 80s fusion yeah. film.
2: Give the kids what they want. <laughs> yeah.
0: The war. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> um, yes, the because the original budget for this film was $4 million, and obviously it rose to much more than that, um, the head of Universal, Ned Tannen, fired uh, Joel Silver, who was... Obviously, in charge of the budget, Um, he immediately went to work for his friend and mentor, Lawrence Gordon, who was also a producer on Xanadu and put Silver right back in the job he'd just been fired from.
2: (laughs) I respect it. Yeah. I respect the game.
0: Yeah. I like to imagine Joel Silver did what Sonny did in this film. He's like, you know what? I'm fired. Yeah. (laughs) He just went in and had a go at at Ned.
2: Yeah. Tuesday is Wednesday and I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. The first time he mentions that, though his boss wasn't there for no, the conversation, no, no. so he just ended this like workplace meeting by going, "Tuesday's Wednesday," like it was a mic drop moment. The boss would be like, been "This like, guy's lost his mind." Tuesdays are Tuesdays. What's, what's <laughs> wrong with him? Yeah. The final bit of trivia: uh, this film, playing as a ninety-nine cent double feature with "Can't Stop the Music" in nineteen eighty, inspired John Wilson to create something that has arguably had a tremendous impact on modern movie making. It inspired him to create the Raspberry Awards.
2: Wow, the Razzies.
0: Yep, the Golden Raspberry Award, all the Razzies, honouring the worst achievements in film. Uh, Robert Greenwald, who directed Xanadu, later won the first Worst Director Razzie oh, Award. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, this I mean, film... not cool for him, but... that <laughs> <laughs> This film, somebody went and watched it and went, you know what? We need an Oscars for bad films. Yeah, we need to do bizarro Oscars. <laughs> yeah. And this this is the film that is cited as, as beginning that. And I, 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 I can see why. But at the same time, there are so many other films which I think are worse than Xanadu. Oh, so much worse. It, it feels quite cruel that this is the film that... Maybe this was but... the first bad film. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. me,
2: this, this falls in that the category of good-bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? like very enjoyable bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I will say, again... For people who have seen the Apple, I, I would like to imagine you'd agree with me. This is a lot less frustrating than the Apple. The Apple has got some real high highs, but it's got significantly lower lows. Right? Uh, not a low, low. The popular sitcom <laughs> <laughs> There's gentlemen roll a roller skating in the corner. Listen very carefully. Yes. do um, it's it's fun. It's it's fun. It's it's a good time. It's maybe not a great time, but but it's it's a good time. It's a fine time. It is, as Aaron would say, a film. It is a film. Uh, so we have to score this film. Uh, right. We have to give this film a score out of ten. Aaron, mm. as it was your first time watching Xanadu, what score would you give it out of ten? Gonna give it two muses out of ten. Two, two. Yeah, yep. That's that. That was definitely not a good film, based on that. <laughs> I, it
1: feels so harsh because I felt good watching it but I just I think objectively as a film as a like plot wise the mm. plot disappeared it, it it's, did it's, there wasn't enough of it and yeah. once it was expired it, that was it and yeah. we just turned it into a concert that's
0: that's fair and a yeah. concert is not a film as, <laughs> as, as we would know uh, Shane what about yourself
2: uh, I'm going to be a bit more generous I'm going to give it I'm going to give it five roller skates mm. yeah because it it's enjoyable, good, bad fun. Yeah. It certainly didn't change my life, but it didn't make my life any worse.
0: Although you did have to do the dance routine for uh, the Thomas Ford show. That is true. Yeah. But did that was see, a lot of fun. It inspired good. It inspired the it Raspberries inspired Award. Good. Yeah. It
1: inspired your dance. It's good. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. It is, in, in, its, in, in its own special way, yeah. amuse itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Whoa. <laughs> for me, it's, it's not a good film. At all <laughs> um, in, in terms of the, the technical stuff. I mean, they, they pointed the camera the right way. We we saw mostly what I think we wanted to see. There was a lot of really obvious ADR, which... Oh, yeah, oh, there was, was Yeah, that, that. that did take me out of it initially, but then I kind of yeah. settled into the groove of... I lowered my standards, I guess. <laughs> I just kind of got into the, the groove of it. Um, there isn't much of a plot, and... It just kind of happens, but it was fun. Like I've, I've had, I've definitely had less fun with much better made films yeah. than this. Um, but, it, but it is really hard to get away from the fact that it's not super. Um, so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it four trains of abstinence out of town (laughs) because that train that just appeared and broke up the kissing in the um, in the dream machine dance sequence it smoked them out it smoked them out it it, it completely smoked them out but it was just why a train? Yeah. Why all of a sudden this weird, like, lighthouse cross with a Dalek kind of <laughs> yeah. thing coming in, just and going, Stop, murder Girl. It's
2: Taylor's as oldest as time. It's the, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's the world's greatest
0: cock block, is just a train just yeah. coming down. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's hard to keep uh, smooching when there's a train on the tracks. That's it's, right. It's, it's difficult. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> yes. um, well, this. Was certainly a film. Uh, Aaron and Shane, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. It's been a pleasure.
2: I'll see you boys in 15 years. Yeah,
0: 2037. We'll reconvene. Yep. It's a date. Yeah, it's a date with hover chairs, please. Can't wait. And for those of you listening at home, thank you for listening in. Um, We are going to shortly be doing our trilogy of films uh, every year we do a trilogy we get the folks at home to choose this year you chose the kung fu panda trilogy um which i'm i'm really curious to see what it's going to be like and if you are curious as well uh, you can follow us uh, to get new episodes each and every week to find out what we think uh, will it be better than xanadu at least one of them must be. That Probably the first one, given that there are sequels. It definitely is. Um, but yeah, if that is the case, if, that's what you, um, if you want to find out what we think, uh, subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, however you get your podcasts. Uh, subscribe and you'll get a new episode each and every week. Uh, we're also available to be found on Facebook. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club there. You can get news and updates. Um, uh, and that's it. I was going to say there was something else, but there isn't. You'll get news and updates Maybe uh, Shane will recreate His uh, dance moves for the Thomas Ford show oh, That we'll should post be a good there. exclusive Yes, yeah. I've still got the costume In fact it's so exclusive I'm going to move it over To our Patreon uh, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash ccucpodcast <laughs> If we can get the old uh, Leopard spot uh, outfit back on Shane yeah. we'll, we'll film it We'll get it up there And uh, for as little as a dollar a month You can watch Shane Adamzak <laughs> dance
2: Worth every dollar
0: uh, but that is all for this week so until next time goodbye Xanadu. good luck <laughs> <laughs> oh we need to do the, the transition one <laughs>